following podcast contains mature content. The views and opinions expressed by the coast are not necessarily those of the host. Listener discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Smack and Raw podcast episode 104. I am your host, the warden Matt Ritter, the MOTP, and I am here with my co-host, Sir Custola, Travis Pointer. Travis, you awake today? See, now, I feel like because you fell asleep on me last night, you don't get the elaborate entrance. Like, if you fucked up, we got you got to take a loss on this one. We just got to move on. And then next week, you won't be here. But the week after that, when you come back and we're on time, then we'll, we'll put that elaborate entrance together. Yeah, he's just going to keep sipping his fucking drink. All right. My co-host, Sir Cuzzalot Travis Pointer, a.k.a. the Dragon King, a.k.a. Big T, a.k.a. Sweet T, a.k.a. T-Money, a.k.a. Big T, a.k.a. Black Merlin, a.k.a. the HNIC. With that, a.k.a. T-Bag. How you doing today, Travis? I'm all right. How about yourself? I'm good. Uh, Beard is... uh, regrowing itself i uh decided i was going to trim it today and i trimmed it a little too short and next thing you know it's all gone so you're going to see a lot more of my face in the next couple weeks uh than you're used to and i'm sorry for that more than i want to see actually i'm sorry for that also i want to get this out of the way right at the beginning for anyone who's listening don't want to put it at the end travis is going to be off next week I am trying to get Caroline to commit to coming on and doing the podcast, but she has yet to give me a solid yes. I almost feel like she's avoiding committing just in case she can't do it. So if anyone out there in the Smack and Raw universe wants to come on and co-host next week's episode, next week's episode with your boy, the warden Matt Ritter, and talk about the lead up to SummerSlam, maybe give us some predictions, please go in the comments on this video, go to facebook.com slash group slash smacking raw, or just send me a message on Facebook and uh, let me know, and we'll see if we can work something out. But I am going to need a co-host unless you all lovely people want to hear me talk by myself, to myself, about wrestling for an hour. No. No. Nobody wants that. No. Uh, Wednesday at 11 p.m. Central Time is when we'll be recording. Roughly. Something like that. Well, Travis, you want to get into news and rumors? Uh, yeah. Let's go ahead. Did you uh, did, did you ever get that, that bell for, you know, our, our 10 bell salute when someone passes away? Because we could use one today. No, I did not. All right. Well, unfortunately, uh, for all of us wrestling fans, the great Harley Race has passed away. Yeah. And he will be sorely missed. He is a legend and an icon and um Best ever. Yeah. I really wish you had the ten bell salute. It would really really help out here. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. Also, I was thinking, uh, do you think Mara would come on and just do her newsy time song for us before news and rumors? And then we could just kick her off the show? No, Mara's schedule is a way more complicated than ours is. Not a good idea to even try. We'd be waiting for her for another 30 minutes. Okay. Yeah. 
also, it was announced that AEW's show will be debuting on October 2nd. Rumor is WWE may be counter-programming on FS1 with either NXT or it sounds like they might be launching a new NXT brand, NXT. Oh, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Did you hear all that about NXT Canada and NXT and AEW and October 2nd? Last thing I heard from you was October 2nd. They may be kind of programming with NXT. NXT on FS1, Fox Sports 1. Uh, also, there's a rumor that they're going to start a new brand, NXT Canada. Who wants that? Canadians. Who cares what Canadians want? Well, isn't one of your... So let me ask you this question. It's not really a question. It's a guess. I'm going to guess your top three favorite wrestlers in no particular order, and tell me if I'm correct. Ultimate Warrior, Bret Hart, and The Rock. All-time faves? Yeah, those three. Yeah, yeah. Bret Hart's Canadian. He cares. I'm sure he could be the GM. We, you know, we all have our faults, all right? Yeah. Uh, You ever spit in someone's face before? Me personally? Not on purpose. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, I was listening to uh, JR's podcast, and we were talking about SummerSlam 97 and how Bret Hart spit in Shawn Michaels' face. And then I was thinking about later in that year at Survivor Series when Bret Hart spit in Vince McMahon's face. And then I was wondering to myself, like, is that a Canadian thing where you just go around spitting in people's faces? I feel like Canadians are too polite to do that, but that might be just a little, you know, something that they just put out there to make us all believe how polite they are so we don't know they're really all rude pieces of shit. That's spitting people's faces. Exactly. We don't know. Um, we're also going to talk about Canada know that. I've only been there a couple times, but, you know. We're also going to talk a little bit about your other two favorites later on, but uh, we'll get to that. Sheamus's status with WWE is unknown, but there was a picture released a couple weeks ago that I've been meaning to talk about of him uh, with a haircut, no more faux hawk or mohawk, and a referee shirt on. And there's a lot of speculation going around that Alicia Fox may be retired due to the fact that she was standing with all of the legends at the Raw reunion, not as a featured talent. Hmm. That'd be sad. I'd miss seeing those legs. Mm -hmm. You posted it. Did you read that article on why Vince sold all that stock? No, because there was no real explanation in there. I mean, I I read through it, but I'm like, they're not, they're all, they're just like, oh, it might be because of this, and it might be because of that. There was no real. Okay. Have you seen uh, the proposed tiers for the WWE Network? No. So apparently, if they roll out this tier system, there's going to be a free version of the WWE Network, which will allow you to use the streaming only the live stream 24-7. Uh, there will be a four ninety nine version that will give you the live stream, some of the catalog, and the big four pay-per-views. Then for the nine ninety nine version, you get everything you already have right now. And then I believe there was uh, like a fourteen ninety nine version, and that would give you commercial-free access to the WWE Network, which I know Travis loves commercial. Well, by that, they're going to add commercials, Travis. Okay, that means they're going to add commercials. And then I'm going to have to give them an extra four bucks because I don't do commercials when I have the option. But, commercials. 
apparently there are also other perks for the fourteen ninety nine, like exclusive fucking perks for those people. And something that I know you care nothing about, but access to independent promotions as well, probably like Evolve and other people that WWE affiliate with. Just get rid of the ads. That's all I care about. First time I turn the network on, they start throwing ads at me. Yeah, yeah. How do I get rid of these? How do I do this? Where, where right here? An extra four bucks? Here, here you go. Get rid of them. Yeah, so uh, that's interesting, though. Uh, and I'm curious to see what these extra perks are. Only thing I'm seeing that would change for us who already have the network is that they're probably going to add commercials on ours to try to get us to give them an extra four bucks. Or if you're a casual viewer and you really only like, there was a point where I was really only watching WrestleMania, you could knock off four bucks, five bucks, and yeah. But I'm guessing that's going to be a very like small sector of people who are just casual viewers who also pay the nine ninety nine. You know, so this like this that that those lower tiers are for getting people who don't care as much who don't have it to go ahead and get it. You know, yeah. Yeah. and Sonya, but I didn't leave myself good enough notes to remember what the fuck it was. So we're just going to move on to Raw. You froze up for a second. You said, what about moving on? I said that I had something in here in my notes about Mandy and Sonya, but I didn't leave myself good enough notes to know what the fuck I was talking about. So we're just going to move on to Raw. Oh, yeah, that happens. Uh, we had a 24-7 championship open where they talked about the prestige of the 24-7 title, and it was actually really well done, and it was really cool, and it was kind of funny. Fun. It, was, it was fun. I was just like, you know, this is such a goofy-ass title, and they made it seem like, you know, they brought back the NWA Heavyweight Championship or some shit, you know? <laughs> but it was fun. And then uh, we start off the show with what they call a mixed tag mosh pit match. We've got Drake. Maverick and his wife versus R-Truth and Carmella during the match. The 24-7 rules are suspended. It's basically a mixed tag lumberjack match. And I don't know why they had to convolute that and couldn't just say mixed tag lum- mixed tag lumberjack match, but that would have made too much sense, Matt. Mixed uh, mixed tag mosh pit. Uh you get that Truth and Mellow win. What? You gotta get that alliteration in there. Yeah. Truth and Mella win, and then uh, afterwards, as Truth is celebrating, there's a big dog pile. Apparently, Mike Kanellis is on the bottom of the dog pile. When the ref counts to three, he is officially your new 24-7 champion. He takes off. He's chased. He runs into the official's locker room. His wife, Maria, shows up, scares everyone off, orders him to let her in. He's like, how do I know it's you? She threatens to rip the doors off and insults his manhood. So he lets her in. And then she tells him to lay on his back. She pins him, continues to emasculate him, and becomes our first ever pregnant champion. And then goes and rubs it in everyone's face. Here's the thing, Travis. I hope we find out she's not really pregnant. She gets her ass beat. Like that's that's where I'm hoping that this is going. Gonna happen. But as I'm watching this, I'm like, all right, Paul. <laughs> like, let's, okay then. Like, it's one of those that you just, you know, we'll see where you're going. I chuckled a little, but it's just, you know, let's see. Did you see, did you see the Street Profits? 
don't think so. Oh, Travis, that made everything that happened so much better. This might be a travesty. We'll get into it, though. Um, you did see the gauntlet for the U.S. title number one contendership. Nope. You did not see the gauntlet match where the winner becomes the number one contender for the U.S. title at SummerSlam. Nope. Wow. Guessing that was Ricochet, right? Yeah, Ricochet won. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ray Mysterio beats his. Oh, well, no, I got it. That's not good enough for Hulu. Stop it. Stop it. I was just saying, like, because, no, the reason no. why I brought that up is because they mentioned Ricochet winning something on SmackDown. And then I was like, oh, I didn't see that. Hmm, I got no Ricochet on Raw. Okay, cool. Did you get a moment of bliss? Yes. So we got our uh, co-hosts of A Moment of Bliss, Nikki Cross and Alexa. Um, As, you know, Nikki calls it. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. Remember how we were talking about how I felt like they? it seemed like the WWE was trying to turn Becky heel? And you said you didn't see that? Yeah. Do you feel any different when they showed the video of Becky showing up at a training session and attacking Natalia and Fit Finley just for shits and giggles? I feel like that's for the Canadian crowd because, like I said, same thing with Stone Cold. The more heelish shit she does, the crowd cheers her more. Like No, but... Does that is that not a heel move? Like unprovoked, out of nowhere, showed up at a training session, attacked Natty, or and anybody needs- else? Yes, that's a heel move. The rules are different for her. It, it's just that simple. The rules for Becky, like just like the rules for Stone Cold, are just different. And I agree with you. Um, I mean, it's just that they're doing that so that when they, you know, they get a huge pop, you know, for, for Natty when they're in Canada, so, you know, that kind of shit. No, and I'm with you. And I, I have in my notes that I feel like it seems like they're trying to turn Becky heel, but the fans keep loving it. I don't think so. I think they know what they're doing. Okay. I have a little more faith in them than that. Uh, you have faith that the WWE knows what they're doing. Yes. Are you taking drugs? No. Okay. Uh, so Becky shows up on the Tron, interrupts Alexa and Nikki, and uh, then threatens Alexa, asks Nikki where Celtic Pride is, and then they announce Becky versus Alexa. You saw that, right? Yes. Becky beat her. Becky looks like she's about to beat Alexa. Alexa goes down, feigns an ankle injury, and is unable to continue. So then Nikki comes in and challenges Becky. Uh, Nikki loses to Becky. And then Alexa and Nikki jump Becky, and then Natty comes down, chases them off, puts Becky in the sharpshooter. Really great shit they're doing building up this match. And then they let Natalia talk backstage. <laughs> and they should have done that. They should not give Natty a microphone. Question is, are we going to get a submission match at SummerSlam? Yeah, of course. So we're going to get, I know it's not WrestleMania 13. I know it's SummerSlam, but we're going to get the niece of Bret Hart who uses the sharpshooter against the female version of Stone Cold, Mm -hmm. whose most famous moment so far Mm -hmm. is her with a bloody fucking face Mm -hmm. in a submission match. Yep. That is exactly what they're doing. They're doing that. That is on. If there is is no blood in this goddamn match, I'm going to be so disappointed. So it's just... 
What do you mean I know there won't be? It's a pay-per-view. There won't be. We had, well, we're going to talk about Seth Rollins here in a minute. Uh, no, you know what? We're going to, oh, yeah, in a minute. Uh, no, you didn't see the Viking Raiders because you never do. Nope. Uh, did you see the Usos versus the OC versus the Revival? Yes. New Raw Tag Team Champions. Say, yeah, they let the Revival on when they take the titles away from them. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about the Usos and this whole DUI thing? I feel like it's only a big deal to us now because we know too much. Like 10, 15 years ago, we wouldn't have known about all this shit and we wouldn't have cared. Right, but knowing what we know, do you think that they need to be taken off TV, that Jimmy needs to go to rehab, that he should be punished? Because this isn't the first time. No, it's one of them was just like, you know, they probably find him, you know. We don't know those kinds of They probably find him. Um, and I think that's probably enough. But what if he killed somebody? I know he didn't, but he could have. And that being the case, I mean, I'm not in the group of people that were in the Smack and Raw group saying he needs to be fired. I don't think firing him is going to make his alcohol abuse problems better. I think that he should take some time off, go do some rehab, attend some AA meetings, get his shit straight, because the next time he does this, he could kill someone. This is true. This is true. And it's not the first time. I know. But once again, like I said, you hit him in his pockets first. Maybe that's enough. And if that's not, I'm pretty sure that because it's not the first time, I'm pretty sure they've already hit him in the pockets. So maybe, maybe not. We don't know. We don't know anything that they've done about this at all. Maybe the first time they didn't do anything. So this time maybe they hit him heftily in his pockets. So it's like, you know, we'll see. Because the thing is, they know that hitting him with one, you know, with a, you know, with a suspension or something basically takes the other off the shelf too. Yeah, but if you suspend one of them, uh, I mean, what does it matter? You know, that's what I'm saying. Right now, suspend one of them, you take the other one off the shelf too. You've lost an entire tag team. Yeah, but what does it matter? I mean, you don't feature tag teams prominently anyway. You just took the titles off the revival. When you do, the Usos are involved. Could be. Don't have to be. We just moved the OC. We created that new faction and we put the tag titles right on them. They're dripping in gold right now. Well, I wouldn't call the Raw Tag Team titles gold, but metaphorical gold. They're dripping in metaphorical gold. They are gold. Really? Yeah. White gold? Yeah. I don't believe that. They are. I know know that's what the New Day said, but I don't believe it. They've never lied to me before. That you know of. Innocent until proven guilty, Matt. This is America. AJ Styles, U.S. champ, OC, tag team champs. Give that to him. But, yeah, this is America. Innocent until proven guilty. What were you saying? OC is your raw tag team champs. AJ Styles is your U.S. champ. Um, I mean, look, they're really they're pushing this fucking faction. Uh, they, they still need to add Sasha Banks. They still need new music because AJ comes out with his music and the OC has their music. And we'll talk about that when we get to SmackDown because – Xavier Woods shouted something really funny without a mic at the OC. Um, hey, you know what? Where are we at here? Did I not put that on there? Mm-hmm. Orton. Oh, yeah, there it is. 
we had a really good Orton promo over on SmackDown uh, where he talked about Kofi and he told the truth again, and I really enjoyed it. And then we get Kofi interviewed backstage by both Xavier Woods and Big E. Kofi has not learned his lesson. He still has his belt stuffed with pancakes. Kofi's so losing at SummerSlam, ladies and gentlemen. Doing that got him the WWE Championship. He's not taking it seriously, and he's losing that belt at SummerSlam, Travis. I'm uh, telling you not. right now. He will continue to be champ, and when he does, I look at him like, told you. You can do that, and I'm going to tell you when he loses that title and drops the pancakes and has to get serious and has to fight to come back and win that shit back, same shit. Anyway, we get a six-man tag team match, the New Day versus the OC, and Xavier Woods yells at them, you're not a real team. You don't have the same music. And I loved it. I was like, thank you. You are correct. Oh, it's so great. Um, it's shit like that that makes the new day the new day. And that's what makes them so great. Yeah, but pancakes aren't pancakes are a side gimmick. It's not a thing that makes them the all new day. Like they don't need part pancakes. of the whole. It's all a part of the whole. You know what you sound like? You sound like Vince. After you know, after Stone Cold won the title, trying to change him and make him into what he thinks the champion should be. No, let them be themselves. Let Kofi be Kofi. Not try to make Kofi into what you want Kofi to be. Kofi's gonna lose that belt. Nope. Uh, nope. Do we have any other crossovers on the shit we talked about? No, 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 no. We'll get there. No. No and no. Okay. Uh, fuck. All right. Rollins versus Ziggler. So Dolph Ziggler comes out to HBK's music. Uh, Dolph Ziggler's got a match with The Miz. I, I talked about this in the group. You've got Kevin Owens doing the Stone Cold Stunner. You've got Dolph Ziggler. Winning with Sweet Chin Music, which we'll get to over on SmackDown. You've got the Mandible Claw delivered from The Fiend to McFoley. Bailey's dropping Macho Man's elbow. There's a lot of old-school finishers being utilized in 2019 by top talent. Um, we don't get to see who wins as Rollins tries to defend Shawn Michaels and take out Ziggler because... Brock Lesnar comes out and murders Seth Rollins. Yeah, this was uncomfortable, dude. Like, it got yeah. uncomfortable. And the thing is, I was glad that it got uncomfortable. It needed to get uncomfortable. I'm pretty sure Seth Rollins is dead, but I enjoyed it. Well, we don't know if he's dead or not. Apparently, he did not want his... He died. He does not want his medical status uh, disclosed, but... Uh, medical status is dead. He took an F5 into the ring post. He took three F5s onto a unfolded chair. Yeah, man. Internal bleeding, coughing up blood, even though Travis says we're not going to get blood at the pay-per-view. We got blood on Raw. I didn't say we weren't going to get blood at the pay-per-view. I said that match wasn't going to get blood. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so he's, get, he's taken to the ambulance, and here's where I took issue. What is the story of Seth Rollins been the last few months? The story of Seth Rollins? Yeah, what story have they been telling with Seth Rollins the last couple months, last couple pay-per-views? 
last couple pay-per-views, I don't know, but since the since the last pay-per-view, just him wanting to get his belt back. No, 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 no. Two pay-per-views ago, who came out and saved Seth Rollins? Becky. Last pay-per-view, who was Seth Rollins' tag team partner? Becky. And they've told us how they have this great relationship and they're in love and we all doubted it because of their chemistry. Why the fuck wasn't Becky there? She stood there, but she wasn't at Seth's side when he got loaded into the ambulance. Why was Becky not trying to stop Brock Lesnar from murdering her boyfriend when she was standing there watching it happen? You want to know why Becky Lynch didn't try to stop Brock Lesnar? Yes. Are you out of your fucking mind? No. That, if you, if Brock Lesnar was beating up your mom, are you telling me you're not going to try and get in between your mom and Brock Lesnar and stop him? Her mother. No, but we're told that they're in a loving relationship. She should be trying to stop Brock Lesnar. I'm not saying getting physical. I'm saying getting between begging Brock to stop being in the picture. Getting between gets her fucked up. That does nobody any good. She's the man. What does she care? What does she care about dying? Same thing anybody else does. That's not that's not the Becky I've seen the last few weeks. You Becky don't give a shit. Becky Becky's the life on the line. You just seen her ready to fight. Yeah. Because that's because there's a fight she knows she can win. There's nobody in the women's division that she thinks can hold a candle to her. Becky should have been there. Begging First off, she should have been there at Seth's side when he got loaded into the ambulance. Secondly, she should have been, whether she was in between them or begging Brock to stop somewhere in the picture, showing us, because we saw her standing there with Roman Reigns, watching him get loaded into the ambulance, that she actually gives a shit about him and not just witnessed Brock Lesnar continue to murder her boyfriend who was just coughing up blood. If they're really in love, if this is really a relationship, you need to see that. She needs to care about him. She needs to fucking be there. But you just said she was there. No, she was not. She was a bystander. She was like a ref. She was watching what happened. She was not there in the moment. She was not helping him, checking on him, making sure he's okay. Anything that showed that she gave two shits. Roman Reigns probably would have been there if Samoa Joe hadn't come through and started a bunch of bullshit. So we know why Roman Reigns wasn't there. But where the fuck did Becky go? She stood there and watched and said nothing and did nothing. And that is a problem I have here. We're going to have to agree to disagree on that one because I don't think there's much she should have or could have done. So I feel like you've never loved somebody, Travis, like another girl other than your parents. Like, I feel like you need some love in your life. Maybe, maybe you need to sign up for one fall so we can get you someone that you would step in between Brock Lesnar for and try. Like, fuck Brock Lesnar. I'll kick him in the dick. I know where he's weak. I ain't going to let Brock Lesnar murder Kate. I love Kate. I'll get in there. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, if I, you're both dead. And now I'll just be like, damn. You need some love in your life. No, you need some logic in your life. So we get that brawl in the back with Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns, uh, which is supposed to be the Samoan Summit. And then uh, I just, I kind of lost, like, it was cool. It was fun. There was shit going on, but it didn't make sense to me. Like, I don't know why Drew McIntyre came out and got in between Roman and Joe. Yeah, that like, was- that shit was done. And then because Drew McIntyre came out, Cedric came out. He had no 
business being there. But he comes out because McIntyre's out there. Then the Usos show up, and the Usos should have been there well before <laughs> Drew McIntyre or Cedric Alexander because that's family. That's the bloodline. Yeah. Um, and then the OC come out and attack the Usos, and I'm like, y'all just won the tag. Like, why you got beef with the Usos? You're tag team champions. If I was the OC, complete opposite of what Becky should have been doing, I'd be in the back chilling, celebrating, enjoying my titles. I ain't coming out and attacking the Usos. The fuck I give about the Usos or Roman Reigns or any of that bullshit and got none titles. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why the OC was there either. That was just, yeah, that was weird. You know who should have come out? Who? You know who should have come out and didn't come out? Who? The Rock, because they are promoting the shit out of Hobbs and Shaw. So what better time for The Rock to come out and come show that he is caring and a part of the WWE Universe and that he loves you, Travis, and to give you a moment and be there for his family who was there for him to help him make this movie, pretended to have cancer, to be in the movie, could have been there for him, but no. You know why? Because just like Bret Hart likes to spit in people's faces, The Rock doesn't love you. The Rock doesn't give a shit about you or the WWE. He could have been there. He could have helped out. He could have had a hand in it and promoted his fucking movie because we know that's what he loves to do, but no Rocky. Here's the thing, man. He can't win with y'all because if he does come back and promote the movie, then y'all going to be like, oh, he only came back to promote the movie, blah, 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 blah. So you know what? Fuck y'all. I wouldn't come back either. Fuck it. I don't care if he comes back to promote a movie as long as I get to see him and he drops a couple one-liners and maybe lays a smack down a little bit. Throw a rock bottom here, maybe a people's elbow there, slide around his dress shoes. Like, I don't give a fuck. Come back and talk about Hobbs and Shaw and then give me a little ass whooping and I'm good. I'm not going to be like, oh, you're only come back. Like, well, no shit, you came back to promote your movie, but at least you're here. At least you're showing us that you didn't lie to us when you said you were never leaving again and then left again. He'll be back. Uh, good guys come out on top. Uh, Roman Reigns, the Uso, Cedric Alexander in that brawl. And then we cut over to SmackDown. Roman Reigns, as the end of the show, uh, going to tell us who he's going to face, and we all have to assume that his opponent at SummerSlam is going to be Samoa Joe. I, I thought this was weird. Like, you've had a feud with Samoa Joe, why are you going to tell us that you don't like why why is this a thing apparently it's a thing because someone tried to murder roman reigns or an accident tried to murder roman reigns hey, no yeah yeah they, they tried to play it off like it just happened like no man somebody tried to kill roman reigns like that was a murder attempt it's not even trying yeah, to know like you tried to kill him it was really fucking weird way to end SmackDown, man. It was. Like, like, it's like it fell on him, but it didn't fall on him. And he was like sitting next to it afterwards. Like, I'm fine. I'm okay. And then he's okay. And he's all jumpy. But then at the same time, like we don't see Samoa Joe, like hiding in the corner or like, I don't know what the fuck happened. Like, why did that shit almost fall and kill him? Something random that it might be Daniel Bryan, which is like, that'd be, that'd be odd, but all right, I'm with it. Like, he's just like, well, yes. Yes, because earlier on SmackDown, they tried to get Daniel Bryan to make his career-altering announcement, and he declined once again. Yeah, I heard this weird thing that it might be Daniel Bryan, because they're talking about how um, <coughs> it wasn't even like they like had any inside info or whatever, but they're just like, yo, it's odd that neither one of them have a match booked on SummerSlam yet, you know? So Yeah, no, I'm I'm with that. Um 
Yeah, let's do not good enough for Hulu. There wasn't a whole lot that wasn't good enough for Hulu, so we can get into it. Ricochet. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 not just Ricochet. Pretty not much. good enough for Hulu, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we had the gauntlet match for the U.S. title, which saw Rey Mysterio beat Cesaro and Sami Zayn. Andrade Cien almost beats Rey Mysterio and rips his mask off, leaving Rey to cover his face and destroying his mask. And then uh, Ricochet comes out and beats Almas. I really, like, I, I don't, it's going to be a good match, but I didn't really, I don't feel like I need to see Ricochet versus AJ again when I feel like I've seen it, like, three weeks in a row, yeah. unless they're going to do something here. Like, give me a stipulation. I know it's for the U.S. title. We watched AJ beat him for the U.S. title. We watched him have a non-title match. Like, I need something to make this more entertaining than, oh, they're two great talents and it's going to be a good match. But I've seen it three times in like two weeks. Yeah, that's another one. Like, yeah, it's like you can't give me another match that I've seen re- recently multiple times on SummerSlam. Come on now, like no, it should be better and it should be bigger. Yeah. Just like I feel like as great as that Seth Rollins thing was, having Becky trying to protect or get in the way of Seth Rollins, that little extra. It would have been that little extra, that little more emotion, because if Brock puts his hands on Becky, like, don't get me wrong. I love Seth Rollins, but a lot of people are talking about his babyface turn here kind of being a flop, and they're not impressed, and he's got some booze. But if they put, if Brock put his hands on Becky, who, oh, that turns Brock from a monster heel to a mega monster heel. He gets all the fucking heat if he puts his hands on Becky. It was great seeing Paul Heyman like beg Brock to stop, and that took. But if he went after Becky or even thought about going after Becky, that, and then Seth in that match, like everyone is behind Seth at that point because Brock put his hands on Becky or almost put his hands on Becky. It was just that little bit that I needed that would have taken what's going to be an enjoyable match and has been an okay build to, uh, oh shit, this is SummerSlam build. Yeah. Viking Raiders beat Jobbers, uh, of course, because they were NXT Tag Team Champions. We brought them up with all that fanfare and gave them two name changes, and then we don't give them matches against real tag teams, except for Hawkins and Ryder. All right, Travis. Street Profits are doing their thing backstage. You know, they're they're talking, and they're kind of running down the show, and they talk about new tag team champions, and they talk about Maria being the first ever 24-7 pregnant champion. And Angelo Dawkins goes, why? (laughs) Why? He goes, why? And he goes, man, ain't nobody going to fuck with her because she's pregnant. Like, you know she's pregnant. And then he goes, oh, yeah, I know. And there's a moment in this segment. (laughs) They are alluding to the fact. And, dude, he even looks at Angelo Dawkins and he goes, hey, you remember a couple weeks ago when Maria said that, Mike Kanellis might not be the father of her baby. Are you the daddy? Because you know she's got you for 18 years. And then Dawkins got really upset and, like, ended the conversation and wanted nothing to do with it. And, Travis, it was fun as shit. And I need to know, is Angelo Dawkins that baby's daddy? He's the one that's married to Bianca Belair, right? No. uh, The other one is. Oh, okay. Montez Ford. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So... No, dude, it was really fun. They're entertaining as shit. I like what they're – it's weird that you've got the NXT Tag Team Champions on Raw 
but I like that they're not competing and they're showing images in the back on their personality. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great. Um, all right, we'll move over to SmackDown. So Shane starts off the show, sending a message to Kevin Owens about how he's the greatest in the world and he's going to beat Kevin Owens and blah, blah, blah. Like, I feel like because of the stipulation is if Kevin Owens loses, he's quitting that it should be an I quit match. Cause this is SummerSlam. Like, Give me a little flavor in my SummerSlam. I don't want just singles match after singles match after tag match. Like, give me a little something extra. This is the biggest party of the summer. This is WrestleMania number two, which nine times out of ten generally puts on a better show than fucking WrestleMania does card-wise. So give me something, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, and they could do the whole – they can make folium too, have them like, you know – Pipe in the I quit, so he has to quit, and he has to come back. And say I didn't actually quit. This is bullshit. Blah blah blah. You know they could. So Owens goes down to the ring. He responds, and then McIntyre interrupts because he's Shane's bitch. Uh, Shane let us know that we're going to get Drew McIntyre versus Kevin Owens. Uh, so Drew attacks Owens before the match. Then Owens beats Drew, and I came up with a conclusion. I don't know if you saw this on Twitter, but Kevin Owens is a real life creator wrestler. Explain. He has one he ha, he has one tattooed full sleeve. He wears a cutoff shirt and basketball shorts. His finisher is the Stone Cold Stunner. He is a heavyweight that does a frog splash and a fucking senton bomb. Yeah. He's a real life creative fucking wrestler. Yeah, you yeah, you about right. They probably make their character a bit more, you know, creative character be more, you know, cut than him. But yeah, yeah. Possibly. About, yeah. Yeah, that's about I know. I know in my age, I've made him, my character look more like me and less muscular. Yeah. Slightly less. <laughs> Not the way I used to. <laughs> but yeah, no, he's uh, based on his moveset. Like a guy his size doing a frog splash and a senton bomb. His finisher is the motherfucking Stone Cold Stunner. He comes out and basically wrestles in pseudo street clothes. He's got one full arm sleeve tattoo like this is a real life creator wrestler right here are you saying this is matt's creator wrestler because that's what you sound like you're saying no it's not just mine it's generic creator wrestlers that i've seen all over uh wwe 2k okay. i give my wrestlers full sleeves on both sides not just one <laughs> um we got bailey addressing ember moon before their tag match saying hey Let's go out there. Let's work together. But don't think I forgot about last week. Uh, Here's my thing about that, though. Did nobody tell her to bring her ass out there last week? So, I mean, shit. You caught some, too, because you came out there. Should have stayed your ass in the back. This ain't had nothing to do with you. Not just that. But then, after Bailey and Ember lose, Bailey comes in and acts like she's going to comfort ember and you know everything's cool he delivers a bailey to belly now this is not this is it, it's kind of like with becky except different because as we said when becky does some heel shit becky gets cheered the more heel shit she does i get like you got me last week i got you this week but that's not bailey that's not the character i know bailey doesn't grab yeah they keep trying to make bailey this tougher kind of just kind of character like that's not her so Bailey doesn't just grab her opponent who's at a disadvantage and deliver a Bailey to belly after a match, especially when her opponent 
is a baby face, a hugely popular wrestler from NXT, someone that everyone is excited to see get a chance, and probably everyone wants to see take that belt off her. Anyone, everyone that knows her anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, Sami Zayn challenges Aleister Black to a match at SummerSlam. Yeah. Yeah, that was another one. That was just a who cares? I'm happy to get Aleister Black at SummerSlam. I'm happy to see him kick the fucking head off Sami Zayn. But as an opponent for Aleister Black, Sami Zayn really doesn't give me hard. Never really, you know, blew my skirt up at all anyway. So it's just. There is a match between him and Cesaro that's really good, but. I mean, we'll um, great matches with almost anybody, though. We got a King's Court. Because we were in Memphis. I didn't realize at first that we were in Memphis, and I'm like, they literally just did this to set up Trish versus Charlotte, and it's very obvious. And then I realized we were in Memphis, and I'm like, okay. So now it makes a little more sense that they brought Jerry out there because we're in Memphis. Yeah. They could have done a Miss TV. They could have done a million things. They didn't. Uh, yeah, Charlotte comes out and says, why don't you fight me at SummerSlam? And Trish is like, oh, I'm kind of a mom now. Like, I don't train. I don't wrestle. I'm, I, I retired. I'm done. And then Charlotte insults her a little bit more. Before you go there, because Jerry told her, like, you know, you ever get that itch to come back and do that one last match? I'm like, yo, she just had a match less than a year ago. <laughs> it was a tag team match, yeah. Yeah, but she was she she just had a match. Like you you can't really use that right now. Like we just saw her in the ring less than a year ago. That was how I saw that. It was you could have left that out. No, I, I agree. I, I, I feel like they could have done a better job building this. Like Charlotte was really good in her promo. Charlotte normally is pretty good in her promo. Trish started off a little rocky, but she got there. But here's the thing, like why not have Trish come out and highlight her Hall of Fame career and all the things she's done before Charlotte comes out and asks for a match, before Trish drops the, to be the queen, you've got to beat the queen. You know, before we do that, we all knew it was coming when they announced Trish because Charlotte's been calling herself the queen of all eras, and they need an attraction match. They're in Toronto. This is an attraction match. Which is odd because, like, okay, yeah, you need an attraction, and yes, Toronto. But from what they're saying, it's already sold out anyway. So the people who really care about somebody from Canada being on this Canadian pay-per-view already bought tickets. So if you believe WWE when they say they sold out or when they tell you numbers of people that bought tickets and you don't think they're bullshitting, they're bullshitting. That's my point. Like, are you full of shit or are you full of shit? Yeah, they're full of shit. Um. I don't know. They, I feel like they could have done more, and I feel like it seemed a little rushed. SummerSlam's a week and a half away. You're just doing this now, and I don't like you said. I don't know why. Like, if you're all sold out, why are we doing this now? Why are we rushing this? Like, why didn't we have Trish come out at the Raw reunion, even though they said she couldn't be there because she was on vacation and blah blah blah? blah or and the next night, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck. Then uh, after this, we get Ziggler versus Balor. Ziggler beats Balor with the sweet chin music. And 
I asked on Twitter, and I have not got a response yet, who was the last person Dolph Ziggler beat with the fucking zigzag? Because Balor kicked out of it. I can't remember the last person he hit a zigzag on and got a pin with. Um, was it the uh, he won the U.S. title, right? Or was it the IC title? Uh, he was U.S. champion, and then he dropped it. Yeah, I think he won that match with the zigzag against the Miz. Is that who he beat? I don't know. I can't Possibly. Of who Dolph Ziggler finally beat. Uh, I, I, I think it's time to drop the zigzag. I think he needs a new finisher. Sweet chin music looked nice. Everyone else is taking other people's moves. Yeah, but Sean was there. Does a super kick like, <clears throat> like as not a finisher. There's way too many super kicks going around right now for somebody to use one as a finisher. I don't know if you if you tune up the band and you hit it the way Sean hits it and you make it look good, then nah, nah. We we get way too many super kicks now for somebody to use one as a finisher. Well, I blame your Usos for that. Oh, it's not just the Usos, because KO did one. Like you said, you said Dolph does it all the time. Seth Rollins does it. Like it, everybody does a fucking super kick, dude. Yeah, I still blame the Usos. Um, we had Ali versus Shinsuke Nakamura, and Ali got the win. So expect to see Ali versus Shinsuke for the Intercontinental title. Once again, who cares? It, it might be cool. I like Ali. He's from Chicago. He's doing a new new thing. Got rid of the Power Ranger lights a little bit and going to get serious, and we'll see where it goes. Oh, damn it. I forgot. Did you hear the New Day backstage talk about P.O.P.? Palace of Positivity? Yes. Yeah. You down with P.O.P.? Yeah, you know me. That's what I wanted, Travis. Thank you. I needed that. <laughs> How'd you feel about this week, and how do you feel about the SummerSlam build so far? Um, Not bad. I'm not like, you know overly gung-ho about it, but I'm like, okay, I can I can feel a lot of this, you know? I did forget to mention that uh, The Fiend showed up on SmackDown, causing distraction, allowing Ziggler to hit the switching music, pin Finn Balor. We still have no confirmation that Finn Balor is going to be the demon at SummerSlam. I'm starting to believe that they're going to have Finn Balor versus The Fiend. The Fiend beats Balor. Balor takes some time off, hmm. and then maybe – comes back and maybe WrestleMania, depending on how many months he takes off or Royal Rumble or something. When he comes back, the demon comes back. Probably sometime next year. But okay. What? If they're gonna put him back in there with with, with Bray, I don't think it'll be that long. You don't think so? No. Cause I could see the fiend showing up at the Royal Rumble and screwing him out of a match at the Royal Rumble setting up something at WrestleMania between the two. You mean the demon? Yeah, the demon. Screwing over the fiend. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you meant. Make sure you clarify that. I can't I don't know how long I don't know how long Finn Balor wants to take off. I mean it's fucking it's August now. So if he leaves after SummerSlam, along with uh, by the way, rumor, uh also wildcard rule is supposed to just disappear after SummerSlam. It's not gonna be mentioned They're not going to make a big deal about it. They're just going to drop it. 
Um, so Finn Balor and the wild card rule after SummerSlam, just take the fuck off. I don't know. How, maybe he'll be back for Survivor Series. Maybe he won't be back till Royal Rumble. You know, who knows? He could he could take six months off, Travis. Like, not unheard of. Yeah, but not common either. Who you got going over this week? Brock killed Seth Rollins. I refuse. That's fine. You don't have to. I'll do it. Um. Wow. Everyone kind of got shit on this week. Except Brock. Maria Kanellis. The untouchable 24-7 pregnant champion is going over this week. I want to see how Truth's going to get that belt back. Well, did you see what I posted in the group today? With uh, Drake Maverick? Yeah. 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 He's not afraid to pin a pregnant woman to get that belt back. And he said it on Twitter. Yeah. And then his wife was like, oh, so you can get on top of another pregnant woman, but you can't get on top of me? Like, yeah. I wanted to come in like, well, I'll get on top of you, you know. Who's jabbing out this week? Mm, we'll go with Roman Reigns because, like, he died but didn't die. I can see that. I can see that. Um, yeah. I kind of I kind of want to say uh, the Iconics and Fire and Desire because they had a match that was announced and promoted. And once again, as WWE likes to do with the women's matches, they announce and promote them, and then they don't happen. Uh, they did address it backstage. Change without notice. Yeah, it only seems to be the women's matches that oh, yeah, are subject to change. Up. I'm just saying that's what they'll say. Yeah, that's who they get. That's who gets cut. Uh, so they got cut off the show. So I kind of feel like they're jobbing out this week. But then again, it's the Iconics. Um, Seth Rollins. I got to go Seth. Not only did he get his ass beat while trying to defend Shawn Michaels, and not only was he coughing up blood, but apparently the man doesn't give two shits about him and just sat there and watched, possibly laughed from offside camera. Now you adding shit, dude. Like, it's just. I said possibly. No, no, possibly. no, 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 no. I just like us sitting here talking right now. Like, I can only see one of your hands, like, you know, at the time. Like, like Matt is possibly fondling his testicles right now. Like, there's no way. To really say that's actually what was happening, but you know, I can confirm I was. Okay, then there you go. Most of the time, most of the time when I'm talking to you, I am. It's understandable. I have that effect on people. Speaking of which, uh, we had an ETA on when we're going to be on Pornhub. No, but you can confirm that we are going to be on Pornhub. I will not confirm nor deny. Whether or not we'll be on Pornhub. Because your drunk ass told me on Sunday when we talked about a bunch of other things that you were going to put me on Pornhub. Dude, what have I told you about holding me accountable for things that drunk Travis says? All right. Well, I need you to go get drunk Travis so I can hold him accountable because <laughs> he told me, he's like, you need to go check out the boys. It's so great. Was I, I not did. correct? Did you finish it? No. Then you don't know. I know you don't. I know it's how great. great it is. Uh, told he you. told me, he told me to let him know next Sunday when he's in Florida about when we're going to record our invasion podcast where we fantasy book invasion. 
I don't remember that none of this shit. Go ahead. Uh huh. And and he promised me that he thought that being on Pornhub was good. And you might not just see Travis and I on Pornhub. There might be other Creation Magazine members on Pornhub. Yo, Drunk Travis is a fucking genius. I don't remember any of this. He is. He'd never talk with him. Speaking of genius, let's talk about this genius bad match that we watched. This amazingly booked match with what? Travis's. <laughs> Dude, this is like it was. I loved it. What the match is? What the match is? We got Gold Dust versus Ultimate Warrior in 1996 for the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, yeah, we we just I'm the fuck. So one like one of the things one of the things one of the things I loved was apparently I traveled back in time to 1996 to walk Goldust and Marlena down to the ring and get beat up by the Ultimate Warrior because that guy looked just fucking like me. <laughs> the dude in the uh, yeah in the hat and the suit. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Uh huh. He did. Uh, Vince's commentary was terrible. I don't understand how he's the guy producing the announcers backstage when his commentary is so fucking shitty in 1996. Yay. How are you the guy telling people how to talk when you suck at it? Yeah, it was the early 90s, you know, it was when he was, you know, doing his thing. He knew exactly what he wanted to get over, so he just did it. You know, he may not have been the I don't best, even, but, you know. I don't even need my notes for this. Let's 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 talk. So, first off, there is you just glance one move of offense during this this match. Um, your boy Ultimate Warrior, Travis. <laughs> I feel like it is against everything that the war. I feel like it's against the Warriors' code for him to. Uh, Take Marlena's cigar and sit in the ring and puff and smoke it. Have you read the Warriors Code? I have. You're a goddamn liar. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. You are a goddamn no, I, liar. I, I I heard him say it, and then I read <laughs> the audio translation because I didn't understand the goddamn word he said. Yeah, shit only, about you only heard part of it. Shit about fucking space monkeys and rocket fuel and cocaine and. All sorts of shit, but nowhere in there. Much mentions cocaine. No, he was on it <laughs> when he did it. That's the difference. Here's the thing. I feel like it goes against the Ultimate Warrior's character and this child-friendly fitness enthusiast uh, slash aerobics instructor that you love so very, very much to sit in the middle of the ring and puff on a cigar. What? You are such a hater. What are you talking about? Man. You hold on. Tell me, tell me you have not watched those old like 80s aerobics videos, and they're not basically just doing what the ultimate warrior does when he goes to the ring. Yeah, but that doesn't make him an aerobics instructor. That just means aerobics instructors see how cool he is and want to be like him. I think the aerobics came before the warrior. Nah. So guys, Ultimate Warrior comes down. Gold Dust is scared shitless. Uh 
Gangster Me is just kind of hanging out side sidelines. Marlena looking No. And I'm not I'm not interested. I like Gangster Me. I like that. Where you go with that? that? It that continued. I don't remember. I don't either. It was 1996. A lot of weird shit happened. Marlena drops her cigar. Warrior picks it up. He's in the ring smoking it. He sets up Goldust's chair. He grabs Goldust's wig and his robe. Goldust does not want to get in the ring. He coaxes him into the ring. After sitting in his chair and puffing on the cigar, coaxes Goldust into the ring, puts Goldust's robe back on him, gives him a seat, clotheslines him. Goldust rolls out, gets counted out. the cigar. What? Burned his hand with the cigar first. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he burned his hand with, cig- with the cigar. Um, clothesline Goldust. Goldust gets out of the ring, gets counted out. That That is the entire match, is that one move of offense. It is the weirdest fucking thing for, like, the pyro that Ultimate Warrior had prior to this match. It's a waste of time, bro. <laughs> for Everything that I sat through and watched, this was the weirdest fucking thing. And I'm convinced after going back with Travis and watching that Hulk Hogan versus Ultimate Warrior match that we watched and the build of that, that all of this was the Ultimate Warrior's idea. Every bit of it. Because to show some more respect to the one warrior nation. I refuse. (laughs) I will put the ultimate warrior in the same boat as Hulk Hogan as far as how I feel about him. But, and you're not going to like this, I have more respect for Hulk Hogan than I do the warrior. See, here's the thing. As much as I clown you for it, at least a lot of your Hogan hate is justified. Like, you have no real reason to hate the warrior. Oh, I do. Like what? Uh, The fact that he can't, again, like Hulk Hogan, really work a match. Okay, but he's not using his power to keep other people down like Hogan does. He doesn't, you know, never caught him on, you know. Well, no, because they figured out that he was a shitty worker way before he had a chance to do that but he hasn't done the, all these things that Hogan does. There's just no problem with you not liking him, but to put him on the same level as Hogan is asinine. Well, he was he was supposed to be the next Hogan. Okay. He was he wasn't. You're dealing in shoulda, coulda, wouldas. We're not, we need to deal with what actually happened, sir. All right, maybe saying I put him on the same level as Hogan was a little harsh. Yeah, yeah, yes, it was. You owe him Still, a apology. St- Still not a fan. Whatever. He don't need your fandom. He's got mine. That's all that matters. Yeah, along with guys who spit in people's faces and people that don't give a shit about the WWE never show up. You got a great, like, Mount Rushmore going here, Travis, of just people who don't give a shit about wrestling. Yep. One of which happens to be the biggest movie star on the planet right now. So, you know. He's basically Hulk Hogan if Hulk Hogan was successful. Yeah. Outside of the WWE. Yep. Hogan wishes. This was a debacle. Like this, I. All this comes back. Anyway, go ahead. What are you saying? This whole thing that we just watched was a debacle. I don't know whose idea this was, or who produced this, or 
how this came to be or why they thought it was a good idea. I don't know why Warrior didn't try and go grab Goldust and bring him back to the ring. Like, you would think, if anything, he'd want to win the match and become champion, that he'd at least go out and get the guy and not just, like, run in circles and problem. There's your problem right there. That's, that's, you don't get it. You don't understand the Warrior. See, there's your problem. He doesn't look at these things logically. Like, oh, I got to go grab him and pull him back in the ring so I can win legally and become champ. No, it's not what he does. No, he does aerobics. <laughs> no, he does not do aerobics. I'm convinced he does aerobics. I mean, he As a matter of fact, I got on Amazon Prime after I finished The Boys, and there's a show called Killer Workout, not show, a movie called Killer Workout on there, and it's an 80s aerobics like slasher movie. And as I was watching it, I was like, they are basically just doing the Ultimate Warrior shit. If you're going to steal from somebody, steal from one of the greatest ever. So they should all be drinking beer and throwing middle fingers? I said one of, not the greatest. Oh. You guys heard it. Travis just called Stone Cold Steve Austin the greatest ever, and he did. That's not what I said. He did. All I said was I didn't say the greatest ever. After I referenced Stone Cold Steve Austin. But it I is, say that he was the greatest ever. No, no. If you guys are listening to this, you need to go in the comments and you need to solidify that. Y'all heard it. You know what happened. Mm-hmm. I need this. I've been you having this it. argument with Travis for That's years. That's not what I said. Yes. That's not I what mean. I said. I knew you were trying to imply that I was talking about Stone Cold being the greatest ever. But I never said that Stone Cold was the greatest ever. It I happened. I'm so very happy. carefully, sir. There's no way. Not going to happen. Y'all can go in the comments and prove Travis wrong. Uh, let us know what you think. Not I think it's time to get me on this one, sir. I think it's time to sign off. Is there a new episode of the Super Flashy Arrow? Yeah, it'll be out tomorrow. Well, All right. Today when you see this. So, yeah. Facebook.com slash group slash Super Flashy Arrow tomorrow or Facebook.com slash Creation Magazine. You guys can find the video there. Or if you prefer the audio version, same place you found this. You guys can find the podcast, Super Flashy Arrow of Tomorrow. Find out what's coming up. Find out the news from Comic-Con. Go give Travis some love. I'm sure Mara was about as good as she always is on there. So I know you guys enjoy her. Go check her out. Hey, I, that was not an insult. I never said it was. You said that. You just brought No, that. you're just shaking your head and smiling. I just wanted to be clear. Yeah, like I'm true. not insulting. Guess what? The people who were just listening didn't see that. You made that a thing, not me. You guys can go to facebook.com slash group slash Mac and Raw. There will not be a poll for Bad Match because Travis is on a hiatus next week. But when he comes back, we will do that. Uh, you guys can see this video and all our other videos and anything else we have going on there. Uh, look out for chats, and uh, there will be a SummerSlam chat and possibly a TakeOver chat next weekend. Uh, and I still need a co-host. So, again, anyone willing, please let me know. For Sir Cusselot, Travis Pointer. On Twitter and Instagram, at Sir Cusselot, that is at S-I-R underscore C-U-S-S-A-L-O-T-T. I am the warden, Matt Ritter, on Twitter, at Matt Ritter, that is at M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R. We are smacking it raw, and we are that damn good. Peace. Come on, Bubba, let's go.